And welcome to another episode of Living in the Past. This is the podcast where we go through the 90s month by month. We're in our 1991 season. The month is April and we have... Uh, a special guest called Ben. Woo, woo, woo. And Nita K. Thank oh. you. Nita comes back. Yes, she's back. The, what about help? You welcome? Mid-ranging highest <laughs> episodes from... <laughs> this is the part <laughs> where the audience cheers. Yeah. I don't I'll even need to put that in. If you guys can just send us in uh, audios of you guys cheering, yep, that would be great. Just get back to me before next uh, <laughs> next Sunday, and I'll I'll just make sure I do it. That's cool. That's uh, fine. If you guys don't do it, I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk around going. Ah. Yeah. I was gonna give you some air horn, but I don't know if that's appropriate. Bam, 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 bam. You gotta turn yes. the air horn up. No, it's. Can Nita, you be our soundboard? Nita doesn't get full volume air horns. <laughs> what? We save that for Law and Order. So before we get um, uh, going into 1991, we're going to talk about what we've been uh, listening to, watching uh, now. It's called Living in the Now. So. Uh, <laughs> Special guest. And I hesitate because last time. <laughs> <laughs> I studied this time, I promise you No, no, guys. no, but like you, you didn't even have an answer of what you were looking, doing right now. You were like, oh, I listen to music. I can't remember what. <laughs> Well, so so the thing is with me, I, I it's very rare that I'll find an artist whose music I like, like whose entire discography I like. Okay. So I only like, so a lot of the times I'll like like one song. So your favorite song right at the moment, what is it? Uh well, you guys won't know what it is. It's called Godly by uh, Omale. Of course, of it's an Afrobeat song. Of course, we know song. what that is. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The two white men Did in the room. My, Absolutely. Huh? Did you see, not see my post room when you Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't been inside your house, but I'm sure you have an omelet. Oh, well, you don't have to go in there. <laughs> 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 your poster goes uh, to a different school. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even go here. <laughs> She's they're from Canada. Um, um, have you watched anything lately? Well, no. So now I have been listening to stuff and I thought really hard about my answer, okay. about what I've been listening to. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because I'm I'm like a seasoned podcaster now. Yeah. <laughs> well, multi-seasoned. Season yeah. one, yeah. season two. Season yeah, multi-seasoned. Yeah. So what's your favorite podcast at the moment to listen to? Uh, so at the moment I'm listening to a few. Um, I've discovered uh, a podcast called Bobo on Flex. Okay. Yeah, and so, so it's these two black women who just, like, talk about everything and anything. Um, I think one of their episodes was on incels. It's actually really good. On what? On incels. Like, body se- the no, no, cells incels inside of like you? Maybe you are one. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's an incel, and that's why he doesn't know. You're an in- unintentional. No, you can't be an incel without knowing. So incel okay. is the shortened version of um, in something celibacy, involuntary celibacy. Yes. There we go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they did an oh. episode on incels. Yeah, they they go really in depth with a lot of stuff. So I'd highly recommend that podcast. Cool. Um, if Baby and Flex want to have me on the show, that's fine too. <laughs> um, this is then, this is the door to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I only I only come on this podcast to plug myself, so other podcasts can have me. So on. you didn't sure get onto Bailey's. Anyone now. with Bobo and Flex will be listening to two white guys. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can see a crossover coming. <laughs> listen to two white guys yep. in Australia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, behind the bastards. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I thought you'd. I thought you'd listen to that one, and I was so mad at myself that I didn't mention it last time. We. Uh, I love tapes, that one. Yeah, yeah uh, I've directed because like a lot of people seem to have not have a problem with Jordan Peterson, and I'm like, you should listen to the behind the bastards episode on him. Is he a writer? Mm, among other things. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, who's Jordan Peterson? Give us a rundown. I've, I've seen Maybe that Maybe we can make a rival episode. My yeah. sister and brother-in-law have one of his books. Yeah. That's why I know the name. Yeah, he... Um, look, he's, he's like a, a doctor and also an author, but um, kind of doesn't believe in transsexuality. Kind of. Um, oh. uh, I think there was actually an episode of Bobo and Flex where they mentioned him, but I didn't know much about him. So he's kind of the, the cool... And it's kind of funny because I, I was reading um, something today about... Uh, Mumford and Sons. <laughs> so Mumford and Sons have had a photo with him taken like two years ago, and everyone's like, "Why have you got a photo taken with Jordan Peterson? He's a bit of a douchebag." And they like didn't say anything. The Uh-oh. 
banjo player from Unford and Sons um, just tweeted out like everyone should buy this book by another like well known right wing dude and they're like oh Mumford and Sons uh oh uh, yeah apparently um, folk heroes can also be uh, right wingers uh, let's not call them heroes <laughs> I used to really like Mumford and Sons well if mm. politicians can be members of the KKK are we surprised no we're not exactly well speaking of garbage um, <laughs> you Go on. Hello. <laughs> I watched the new James Acaster special last night. Ooh. Which was very fucking good. Was surprise, it? surprise. Oh, you, Vicky G is swearing. <laughs> you've got the biggest harden for I do. James yeah. Acaster. I really I do. I swear so many of our conversations have we'll circle back to at him. some point. Yeah, yeah everyone's heard me back. rave about him. Everything the first time leads back like, to James Acaster. He messaged me for like a month. Have you watched it yet? That first special. I'm like, no, I haven't watched Because like... It's three specials in one. It takes a while. I don't want to have. I don't have got to have time. But for how it. impressive is kids. that? The first one was the best one, and the second, yeah, it was. second two were like. Uh, I was told that the second half of the new one is better than the first half. Is that true? Um, I think it's all good. Uh, but he does call out Boris Johnson. Oh yeah. Um, and his uh, terrible comment about women in burkas. Oh yeah. And yeah. Rowan Atkinson defending him. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Ron Agerson's uh Yeah, that was his... the, that was <laughs> the biggest heartbreak finding out that he's a piece of shit cuz yeah. I grew up yeah. on all his shit like Mr. Bean. Oh. Yeah, we regularly watch Mr. Bean and then Johnny English when it came out. And then he stole James Acaster's girlfriend and put a baby in her. Ah! Really? You didn't oh, know that? No. no. Oh, um everyone don't listen to this. I've just spoiled his special. Oh, no. Is that is now? a whole No, mess. I actually paid for it. It was on Vimeo. Okay. Um, Vimeo? Vimeo. Not okay. Vimeo. Yeah. One of them. Um, <laughs> I swear he mentions okay. it in his Netflix special. I swear he mentioned it. I am it. doing some Googling and some watching tonight. It's, it was that's seven, what you're supposed to lead with if you want yeah. someone to watch your shit. It's $17, but it was well spent. I would have paid more than that. I, I mean, I obviously I would. Just but. for the fact that he like. Yeah, he, he doesn't like cancel culture and like he came out as like just a bit of a... Bean or... Yeah, can, Bean, we, yeah. can we address cancel culture though? Because mm. I'm so sick of people being like, cancel culture has gone too far. Cancel culture is created to hold people accountable. It's yeah. not about you being petty. And if the person shows a commitment to changing... And a willingness to learn that is not con- cancel culture. That has, that's exactly what it's, it's meant improving. to do. And it, yeah, yeah, and it's a, it's done its job. If this person no longer holds those views and is trying to educate themselves, so I'm so sick of, especially white people and like white queers being like cancel culture. This cancel. No, there <laughs> is a purpose for it. Y'all are just using it fucking incorrectly. And then get mad when someone calls you out on your bullshit. Like, like the Dr. Seuss thing recently. And it's like, they're cancelling some Dr. Seuss books. And it's like, because they're really, really offensive to yeah. Asian and, and um, yeah. African yeah. people. And like, the only people who seem to have a problem with it are like old white people. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, and it's like, you you motherfuckers aren't even the ones reading Yeah. That. Or they um change stories in school. Like, my mum was upset. Uh-oh. Hey, mum. That um, <laughs> they changed... Uh, Baba Black Sheep. We can't say Black Sheep anymore in school. It's like, you're like 68 years old. <laughs> you're not saying anything in school. Yeah. Um, well, this I, isn't your problem. Schools thing. probably won't even invent Oh, it. there's no Mr. Potato Head now? Mrs. Potato Head? Y- it's yeah. just Potato Head, but apparently the reason behind that was a franchise thing. Like, it wasn't because... Yeah. Same with the Dr. Seuss thing. No one complained about it. It was a choice, it was a choice by the, the Seuss Foundation, like saying, these books, are, firstly... They're not good books. They're, They're the not. crap ones. It's yeah, not, and it's they're not so the hard to read. Oh, yeah. Oh, my sister one time, I, I turned up to her house. My sister has a child. And if you listen to this, I'm still really mad at you, B. That was fucked up. Why would you do that to family? She, so I turned up. I gave my niece a bath. And she was like, oh, could you just read her a quick bedtime story? 
And she gave gave me a fucking Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> and I was like was sweating. It was a fox and song. Yes, yeah, uh, yes. I hate that book so Yeah, much. she gave me that to read to my niece. And it's I like, was like, you know what? I'm never reading this bitch another bedtime story because like, I don't trust you. Here's some gibberish, now go to sleep. <laughs> you know, next time you have to do it, you should make her watch James Acaster special. <laughs> Stop plugging James Acaster. Only never. I can plug things on here. James, I love you. It's really rude. <laughs> This is um the longest living in the now. Yeah, this is the longest <laughs> intro. Getting back into the nineties. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you want? Uh, you, you know. Nobody cares, cares what, cares what watching. Ben's watching. Watching Jenga, Acaster, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can watch it again if you want. Nope. Probably okay. watching James A. Caster and Kazan. Let's skip what Paul's watching and uh, go to April nineteen ninety one. Are you watching something good? Probably not. There was an album I was listening to of regularly, and I just can't remember what it's called now. Well, I guess it wasn't yeah. very good. Shout out also James Acaster has some podcasts that we get. Oh, there's a no, new okay. album called Ignorance by the Weather Station and it's awesome. But a lot of people We'll take your word for it. Are we just gonna play part of James Acaster's nope. special <laughs> for the rest Can of we? the episode? And going into the events of nineteen ninety one. Was James Acaster born in nineteen ninety one? Uh yes. Yeah, yeah. Was he actually? I think he was. Oh yeah. my god. Oh wait, well, was he alive James, by then, or was he born is... then? Well, if he was born then, it would still be irrelevant. He was alive by then. Sorry. Uh, uh, he was alive. Well, he would have had a birthday in the year if he was already alive, and therefore, this episode is dedicated to, to you, James Acaster. I will. W- and you know what? You're doing Instagram stuff. You can uh, try and plug it all away. See if you get some mentions. He's, he's not on there. Oh. He's not on Instagram. No, he's because of Ron Probably because he's sick of you trying <laughs> to tag Ron him Atkinson. in things. <laughs> he's above it all. Ron Atkinson hacked his account. He's above it all. It's above me now. Um, not a lot of news and events this month. Um, Sports. Let's go. Nope. Oh. Um, but I do want to. <laughs> I do want to take it down a notch and uh, just go through. Uh-oh. This is what happened in this one month. Skirmish? This happened. No, this, this is what happened in the month of April 1991. Give it to me. Seven people, including a senator, die in a helicopter crash over the top of an elementary school in America. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. There needs to be some more details. Uh, over the top of a school? It was flying, I think it was flying away from an elementary school and then they crashed. Into the, the okay. elementary school? No, not into the elementary school, just oh. on, over the top of it. So then plane cra- there's a plane crash in Georgia, 23 people. A boat crash in Italy, 139 people die. Wow. That's a big fucking boat. An earthquake in Costa Rica. That was because of the fog, apparently. Apparently, the fog in Italy is like, so We're bad like... that a tanker and a boat just like collapsed. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So Were planes ship, only invented the year before? Yes. Yeah. Like, so, and boats. <laughs> earthquake in Costa Rica and Panama, 95 people died. Kansas in Oklahoma had 23 people die in tornadoes. An earthquake in Georgia, 100 people. A cyclone in Bangladesh, 139,000 people died. Wow. And 10 million were homeless. What the fuck was up with April ninety one? Just like the why did you even like, me- what? Why did you even mention all those other ones? Jump to Bangladesh. I want to end. I end. <laughs> That's <laughs> insane. It's it is so much. It is so many things oh, happened. What Jesus. happened before? What? Jesus. <laughs> it's Easter month. Jesus well, isn't coming be back to save us anymore. He just turns up to fuck shit up and then leaves. Yeah, much. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. isn't it? It's based on moon cycles, it isn't is. it? Yeah, yeah, we learned it on the on the on here. We did. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I sort of found that was um, kind of newsworthy was Maradona got done for cocaine. Um, but he didn't player. die by anything. He didn't, he didn't die. He was flying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was one of the first times that like a that He's he flying his helicopter over school doing he, cocaine. <laughs> he got caught done. I think he got got done with fifteen months. So I think he was playing in Italy at that time, and they were just like. And How much cocaine did they find on him? He was probably a belly full. What? Um, he uh, like well, I was watching. I can't a believe doco. it took this long to find it. I was looking at watching a doco about him, and um, apparently, like before and after the matches, it was just like. <laughs> oh, so it was all for him to use. All for him, yeah. What were I doing assumed he sports? was selling it, and that's where I was confused. I'm like, you're no, no. a sports He's got done. Star. I think it's just the sports club that suspended him for 15 months rather than, like, yeah. I don't think it was, yeah, I don't think it was yeah, any jail. Yeah, he probably avoided <laughs> jail if he had money. It's a nice segue into sports. It'd be like that sometimes. That, that <laughs> wasn't on my sports list. Okay, cool. So going, um, <laughs> going on the cocaine train to sports. <laughs> Are we doing cocaine and then talking about sports, just to be clear? 
the sports is the cocaine. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's the worst cocaine. <laughs> this is this is the bicarb soda. <laughs> Hang on, you don't know yet. That's sports are getting better. <laughs> so the this is fir- the oregano <laughs> pretending oh, to be pot. No. <laughs> the first one. I thought I wasn't going to mention because I was un- very unsure about it. And I tried to dig a little bit more on it because mm-hmm. I'm still unsure about it. And it's hard to find what the deal was. But the Air Canada Cup was the National Midget Hockey Championship. Uh, what? The National Midget Hockey Championship. And the more and more I looked into it, it didn't appear to be little people. It was just called the... The National Midget Hockey Championship. I have no idea why they used the word midget. it was a smaller... What? I don't know. Yeah, but you wouldn't call it a midget just because it's smaller. You would you would Junior? call it like a mini tournament. Well, I found like ah, there's an ant biting me. <laughs> but if you if you, I I feel like if you say junior, then you're insinuating that the people playing are kids. True. Yeah, junior is like adolescence. So there's those. I. But then it said like some of these guys went on to play <laughs> NHL. Oh, what are we going to call a tournament here? <laughs> we can't call it junior. It's not major league. <laughs> it's I, not small. What's another word for small? Midget. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I couldn't work it out. Maybe someone can dig a little deeper or tell me because, man, I, just, I got a bit bored. Um, so uh, Sheffield Wednesday defeated Manchester United in the League Cup final. Okay. That was a big deal. Sports. Yay, um, sport. Sonics lost their first two playoff games to Portland. Oh, Have they not moved no. yet? Wait, do we do we like Portland? What? Yeah, I do. Port- Portland's good. I like but not Portland. the team. Drexler. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls swept the Knicks. That's another sports thing. Where they sweep them? Yeah, like was there that Out much dirt on the basketball? <laughs> yeah, it's court? New York. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. New York good. in the nineties is clean now. Mm, the turtle, no, because the, the turtles foot cleaned it up. <laughs> no, the foot is still going. Um, <laughs> we both made turtles. <laughs> Well, it's fresh, right? <laughs> this is here last week. Um, uh, Craig Richmond went one and three in April. I'm sorry to tell you. Um, but the big sports news, Evander Holyfield defeated George Foreman in Battle of the Ages. Doing grill stuff? Yeah. They're both grilling and chewing ears. Huh. Um, cool. Oh, Good Tyson. for her. Oh, that's Tyson. Holyfield was 28 and Foreman was 42. Wow. So surprise, surprise, oh, Foreman lost. to operate a grill at 42? I don't well, know, Ben. He You're How almost 42. Holyfield. Oh. The guy that was 14 years younger won. That's, that's surprising. Yeah, isn't it? Although, <laughs> I think it was like the seventh... No, I think they went the whole way. There was no knockouts. Okay. So, like, he... They went all the way? They went all the way. <laughs> what are they knocking? Like, the sandwiches off each the other. table? Yeah, just, oh, they're just knocking They're knocking boots. Why are we... Knocking. What? <laughs> No. Just they kiss at the end. That would be amazing. <laughs> you may kiss them. Going to the movies. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so we had, um, I don't know. It was, a, it was an okay uh, movie. We had The Marrying Man, Out for Justice, Drop Dead Fred, Mortal Thoughts, A Kiss Before Dying, Talent for the Game, and Toy Soldiers. I really, uh, not really, I wanted to watch Toy Soldiers. Um, yep. But then James A. Caster came up, <laughs> so um, you know. I know that we're gonna all have a, a lot to say about Drop Dead Fred. I wanted to just um, uh, well, firstly, I watched Out for Justice, and this, this this no, I watched the start of Out for Justice, and I turned it off. It's one of the first ones I've ever like not got through because I can't handle Steven Seagal. Like he's just a, he's. I know he's a piece of shit in real life too. That doesn't yeah. make him any bore, but like he's ho- it's it was so hard, and the first five minutes of Out for Justice there is a dude like beating the crap out of two women and it's just like I, c- I couldn't do it it's just like and it's like it's, it serves a story but like I'm like nah this is too much one man is it. beating up two women yeah for a reason uh, he was their he... oh yeah that doesn't sound good for business. But Simon's girl saves him, and they think, and but he doesn't really oh, do much. Of course he does. And it's like, oh, I was like, oh, I white man comes to the rescue. <laughs> yeah. Aww. He's out for justice. Yeah. Um, but mm. I do want to talk about the marrying man, and not about the movie, because the marrying man is Who's one of the married? first movies that Kim Basing- Basinger and Ooh. Alec Baldwin, <gasps> our friend, oh, um, were. I think they were together officially, but. According to Premier Magazine, Kim Basinger and 
Alec Baldwin, who moved in together during the filming, made life miserable for the crew with mo- their demands and their attitude. First and foremost, there were Alec Baldwin's violent temper tantrums, in which he threw a chair, smashed camera lenses, punched a wall, and ripped a cellular phone from a Disney executive's hand. Um, a cellular phone. A cellular phone. Was, yeah, and that, they were huge those days. Yeah. It was like, like the whole yeah. thing. Um, when, he, when Disney chairman Jeffrey Katzenberg first met Baldwin, Baldwin joked, we, we could get a gate guard to do the same job as you. So he was not—he was not a good dude. Um, <laughs> what uh, a character, hey! Baldwin naturally didn't take the joke. As for Bas- Basinger, Bassinger, no, no. <laughs> she was accused of habitual lateness. Um, production. She protect, She kept production waiting on set due to her elaborate morning routine, which included washing her hair with only Evian water and shampoo. So she needed like enough wow. bottles of Evian water in order to wash her hair. <laughs> she used to flash the crew. Talked filthy, filthy on open walkie-talkies. Refused to shoot in sunlight, and demanded no one look at her. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I want to be rich so I can make demands like this. Who you washes her hair every day? This is from the this is from the um, IMDb trivia. This whole entire section is just things that they did to other people. <laughs> Oh, no. oh wow! I would so actually read that out, but that yeah, no, for no, the, that's a for the audience at home who I can't just, just, see Paul's just, screen, it's a huge it's, amount. It's a list you have to scroll. So, um, you can watch it now because it's on the new Disney Star thing. But did you watch it? No. Oh, I was like the behind the scenes would overshadow anything they could put on screen. Um, I'm curious now that like from all the the tales there, like how the movie actually panned out. How were their performances? Coral. How how did her hair look? It, re- it went really badly. Like um, it it really it nearly bankrupted. Like, because I think it was around the same time as they were doing Pretty Woman, and oh. they were like they were trying to make another one. And it's like, oh, no. uh, you need Julia for that. A kiss before dying. I want to say quickly, man, it's a really it's like one of those more. There's a lot of thrillers that came out in 1991 that are kind of like midday movies, and this the same. But, but you loved it. It's so <laughs> like it's so bloody. Like um, oh. Sean Young plays like twins oh. and one of them gets killed at the start and she gets pushed off the top of a building and you think it's just going to be like because it's an M-rated movie you think it's just like you're just going to see she hits the floor and it's just like <laughs> and I'm like oh my god <laughs> Sean Young's everywhere wow <laughs> um, Matt Matt Dillon if you want to be more afraid of Matt Dillon you, like he already haunts my dreams like he's a pretty scary looking dude mm. he plays a psycho in this that just like I'm going to have to google Matt Dillon yeah no um, he uh, uh, singles, you know Matt Dillon. Oh, I know who Matt Dillon yeah. is. He like murders people with this like he murders. Was <laughs> good. <laughs> I hope that scream came through. Um, like he just murders everyone in this. Like anyone that's because he plays like a guy that's basically a con man, and he goes from rich person to rich person, rich lady to rich lady, and then like anyone who sort of finds out who he is, um, like he just murders. So he killed Sean Young. Uh, he kills one sister and then starts dating the other sister. Oh, and then smooth. It's, it's actually a pretty well... And then well kills her? Made, what? And then kills her? What does she kill Tries him? to. Uh, he actually... Spoiler alert. He actually dies at the end. He gets hit by a train. Ooh. And if you want to see a fairly decent Matt Dillon dummy <laughs> being crushed by a train... Yes. <laughs> I do. Then fast forward to the end like of this movie. He looks like a murderer. He does. He does, yeah. yeah. He's got this square he's, head. He's gross. Um, if you've got a square head, you're a murderer. Toy Soldiers, I thought you would have been all over Toy Soldiers already. Like uh, I liked it um, when I saw it in my younger years, mm. and I was keen to watch it again. But I don't know if it's one of those movies you watch when you're young and it makes you feel cool and grown up because it's maybe a bit beyond. It's definitely where you not are. like um, I don't know what, like Gremlins or something like. It's not like it. It's one of those ones that you have to be at least like 15 because there's, there's a lot of. Yeah, so when you watch this, you watch it at like if eleven or twelve. Toy Soldiers, basically, an all boys academy gets taken over by a group of terrorists because all the kids at this academy are sons of prominent businessmen in New York and lots of stuff, and like so they're keeping him hostage to get money to free one of their prisoners and it's know. somewhere in South. America. I watched it when I was twelve. Um, it's pretty good. Like, oh I, yeah, yeah. I have to admit, like it's it, it's um. Did you love Sean Astin? I don't love Sean Astin in any respect, oh. and I like, but yeah, um, there's there's some pretty uh, good set pieces. Like it's it's like a kids' version of um, I don't know, like Assault and Precinct Thirteen or something. Like that. It's, it's pretty cool. I Is like it, it definitely a kids' version though? Or like a teenage version? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but let's get into Drop Dead Fred because it is by far the best movie that came out in this <laughs> in this month. Good. Possibly the top ten of the year. Possibly. Possibly. Oh, not according. I was reading some uh, reviews on Drop, De- Drop Dead Fred while yeah. I was doing some research for the episode. Okay. And this Stephen Holding, or Stephen Holding, I'm guessing it's Stephen This Holding. was at the time of when it came out? Yeah, this was when it came out, May 24th, 1991. In the New York Times, Stephen Holding wrote, Drop Dead Fred wants to be an offbeat cross between Harvey and Beetlejuice, but it's more like a shrill, interminable episode of I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, Sometimes what? Mo- yeah. Sometimes the movie, which was directed by A. De Jong, seems aimed at children and at other times at adults. But the f- that's fair. <laughs> but the Freudian humor is so strained that it's difficult to imagine that grown-ups would put up with it. With her wide-eyed stare and sly humor, Miss Cates has always suggested a contemporary American Alice in Wonderland. But her comic subtly seems out of place in a movie where the rest of the acting is cartoonishly... Oh, fuck you, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really goes... He did not like the movie. It. I think American audiences didn't know what to do with Rick Mail. Like, I don't think they knew... This is before been this is before like a yeah. lot of like they, they kind of yeah. like monty python but not all of them and but, th- like i looked i looked up photos of this guy and he's just like a he's mostly it looked like he mostly reviewed music oh, okay. so and i was trying to find because ben after i found this ben suggested that i look at his other critiques of other yeah. movies and he hasn't it doesn't see i couldn't find any so they got the music guys like oh you didn't yeah to do drop <laughs> Dead Fred, and he wouldn't have been interested in it and it's so crazy that if you go on imdb and stuff it's all rated really well i found other reviews that loved it but this one guy was like it's fucking shit here's my review <laughs> go on banger <laughs> it is a pretty good movie um this was uh, i think at least once a week in my childhood like I would watch the uh, yeah. I got nearly worn out I yep. think of this um, did you do it again recently? yeah it's a it's a yearly watch for me D- have you watched it recently? Uh, I watched it in high school okay so like did anyone no. cry? <laughs> I didn't cry I didn't but cry. I, I I'm actually in a period now where I'm not crying in movies and I don't know why I think oh. yeah like I, I, the damn I, wall is psychopath yeah yeah I've got like a, <laughs> um, I don't know like I think because that one I watch it mostly for Rick Mail's parts like yeah let's also gotta talk about um, Carrie Fisher in that movie she's amazing oh uh, yeah she's great little baby Carrie um, she's okay I had a huge crush on Phoebe Cates when I was a kid like and that was without knowing that she did the scene in um, Fast Times from Richmond High. Like, I only found that out in my adult life. It's a different character. You had a crush on like the sweet, innocent girl that's got a imaginary friend. And recently, I was watching something, and the girl who plays young Phoebe Cates was in it. I was like, where's she from? I'm like, ah, oh, it's a drunk dead friend girl. Wait, what? You know, young Phoebe Cates. Like, when yeah. Yeah, I was watching something else recently, and she was in it. And I was like, oh. I think it was a movie that comes up in later this year. I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's a little... There's the nineties for you. There's heaps all of, like, intertwined. Especially child actresses in these um nineties movies. There seems to be like two years where they're in like heaps of stuff and then they're just gone. Yeah, it's they just, just put them out to pasture and <laughs> find someone new. Aww. Um That's what kids are like. Look, there, there's so many good moments in this. Um I used to do the bit where he rolled he's on the on his back and starts to <laughs> to look up oh when he's looking up yeah yeah yeah, yeah when and I was, like I was cobwebs <laughs> cobwebs um yeah uh, what's the favourite part in this that, I shamefully used to do that as well Not, but not knowing what I was doing <laughs> yeah yeah you do it on the kitchen floor when you're like six years old and you're just saying no cobwebs we have no idea what it means oh it's no like ben. yeah it was one because I, I remember the and young that's one that's how Ben became an orphan <laughs> Mother, cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how young Ben used to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Mother, I'm doing the drop dead bread now. <laughs> My father was a lord, apparently, and uh, we lived in a mansion. Um, and I had a pony. Uh, my my mum banned me from watching this for a bit because I used to quote it incessantly. Um, I was banned. Wow, from, your yeah, parents were cruel. I you don't know how much I used to quote this movie. So. 
all we did was quote things like i was prolifically known for flogging the horse in my house like yep. lines over and over and over and people just put up with me mum didn't like <laughs> she because it's a fairly tame movie um language wise but there's a bit where when he's when he gets his head smacked in the fridge and it's all flat yeah it's like and he said he calls the mum a bitch like my mum hated that bitch she was always like oh I don't like that movie I'm like some people, yeah some people don't like that word yeah but I feel like maybe you guys were just ahead of your time because that's if Definitely. you if you notice the way kids talk these days or just people <laughs> yeah or just people on the internet in general it's all based off of just repeating funny phrases that you've heard yeah whereas that wasn't really that acceptable like five ten years ago but uh, it's totally acceptable to do it now yeah I think like Especially like I think in my house it was just like you know oh, just it was things that annoyed by me I reckon they were just like just stop saying the same thing over and over like, no <laughs> yeah I got the same what will I have to say my favorite bit of the movie has always been um, so it's just after they f- he first meets up with her as an adult and they're sitting at the table and he says to her he's like oh just say the word and I'll piss off and she goes <laughs> piss off <laughs> and her mum's right there and I was just like it's just every time I see it I fucking cry laughing I always had the would stick in my head when he's on the ceiling and she's yeah. taking all the pills and he's slowly dying oh yeah and we went and saw this at the drive-in uh, last year and there may have been some tears yeah because that part and then towards the end of it, when she tries to hug him yeah oh, oh yeah that one's that's pretty that's pretty full on yeah. yeah that was I think it was it was an interesting time um when we actually went to see it, so maybe not the best time to see. <laughs> like, you know when it's happy, 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 and then just, like, gut-wrenching, uh, okay. like, ah, oh, I wasn't ready for that. And the guy who plays Mickey Fartpants will always be Mickey Fartpants in every other movie he's ever in. Yep. Like, he's, like, the... He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he's such, like, he's such a fucking soppy actor. I fucking hate it. Yeah, he is. Um, There's a bit where the bad guy in the movie says, um, I'm your fella, Annabella. Yeah. Me and my wife... <laughs> We were just—I think it was in the first couple of years when we were dating and stuff—and we, someone said they were Annabella, and we both said <laughs> Bella Annabella. Like, ah! <laughs> we both like seeing, we both like same things. <laughs> I say that every now and then, and there's no reason to actually say it. It just <laughs> rhymes. Yeah, I'm your Bella Annabella. Um, cool. So let's get on to television. Oh, there was TV this month? I don't have any TV down for this month. Are you sure? Dinosaurs premiered this month. Ah, uh, but we already kind of covered it, right? We, we Were you a on. Dinosaurs fan? Have you ever watched Dinosaurs? Have you the... heard of Dinosaurs? I wasn't alive when the dinosaurs were around. Do you know so which you guys one? let me know. What was it like walking with dinosaurs? <laughs> no, no. The, um... <laughs> Sorry, that sure, was so I'm going I'm going to kick it on through TV. You got to Okay. Um, I feel like, actually, this show, I, I feel like it kind of... It got forgotten about. It was one of those things that it came back on the news like uh, early this year because it got it, it went up onto onto Disney the streaming service because it's it's on there now. Mm-hmm. Um, Saved by the Bell were premiered in Australia. Sweet. Um, Ew. No, yeah. I definitely did not watch that. People watched that for an entire season and were fine with it. Four seasons. Four I seasons. Su- I suppose that's what happens when your parents don't love you. Hey guys. <laughs> No, Sorry, I'm just so like, put you in front of the, put you in front of the TV. It's not that they that. didn't love us; it's that they just didn't have the time or the effort because we just kept quoting things. It's like, shut up and sit in front of this box. Yeah, you were too ahead of your time. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Prime Suspects, which is like my dad's favorite murder show. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. How has that been running for that long? Yeah, yeah, that um, I premiered in the in the UK. Glenn Ridge and Joe Belly took over Sale of the Century, which I think classic. Oh, you knew? Yeah. So yeah. Love Sale of the Century. Were you around in Sale of the Century time? No, of course she wasn't. Wait, what? Sale of the Century was like a show that was on after like um, the news. What happened to Sale of the Century? I think it was got cancelled. So it was How? Just, it was like, just, it was a question and answer show. And you, who you, am I? Who am I? Um, <laughs> Sorry. So they would ask these questions and then um, you'd, like, I think you could win fairly decent prizes. I feel like it was kind of our jeopardy. Cross with Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, mm. and then um, like if you won, you carried over to the next show, and until you sort of lost. Yeah. Um, and whoever didn't win got a sales entry board game, and everyone to want everyone wanted oh, the sales entry board. Everyone game. wanted that game. I, in preparation for this, I was going to say, oh, we should play it. I'm going to find it on eBay. 
$75, no. <laughs> I'm not paying that for it. That's not bad. These are the conditions I have to live with. No cookies, no board game. What? Nah. <laughs> well, if anyone wants to, you know... Donate. I would, uh, I would like one. Buy me one. <laughs> going to put it on your Amazon wish list? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe check out my you early, check out my OnlyFans. <laughs> well, only offer out some, offer out some photos what of your content feet. Content? Are you offering on Only on OnlyFans? I was just testing the waters to see if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't know what OnlyFans is? I, I came up with a brilliant idea that my partner and I should start an OnlyFans where we just eat on camera. People pay for that. I was going to do that with the cats because we've got four cats, and to watch them eat their dinner is quite a spectacle. It's Gotta be someone's I don't think too. that's like. Doesn't have to be a kink, Paul. Doesn't have to be a kink, okay? Not everything's sexualized. A pair of disgusting beasts. You, I can guarantee you that if you said, my cat's gonna eat food, you're gonna have one dude just like. <laughs> yeah, there's only, yeah, that's the rule of the universe. If you can think rule it. Rule forty. Or yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I think that's if if you can think it, you can find it on the internet. But I also think that part of that is if you can think it, then someone's into it. Someone's doing it. Yeah, uh, I've already got a name for it, but I don't want to say it out loud. I'll do say it. Say it. Come on. Pussy's eating biscuits. <laughs> that's not that good. That's a punk band name. Pussy's munching. Oh. Munching pussy. <laughs> Don't make that sound. <laughs> oh. And you found your first. Yeah, <laughs> this is your first client. You get a lot of upset guys, like you're like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Might as well. If you look My up pussy munches, I mean, who even wants to see that? You know what? You know what comes to my mind with that with that term? What? Are you already seeing it? No. It's Patrick Bergen and a water fountain. <laughs> Wait, I'll do you Man. one Put better. That video up. Didn't you? I think I gotta put it up. No, don't bother. Okay. Uh, do you one better? Why don't you not give the cats any plates and put the biscuits on the carpet, and then it can be pussy, pussies munching on carpet. <laughs> <laughs> you get people it. just that's copyright every no week, and you, I bet I bet you have the same guy. We go. Oh, it's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me twice. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> but um, disgusting. I'm. <laughs> Getting back to <laughs> TV, Paul has lost his place. He's just thinking about okay, pussy so munches. Steven Seagal uh, got banned from. SM. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was very disappointed by this story, but are you going to tell it? Um, I want you to tell. It. Do you know? It? Or, like, I've got uh, vaguely. Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah. He was the like, end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, he was, uh, yeah, basically walked around the set like just didn't want anyone to look at him, talk to him, like didn't really want to engage with anyone i thought most of it was just he wasn't funny he was terrible at the skits yeah and he then was the show boring. was like awful like it aired and it's awful like there's a um there's an interview with david spade about it on decider that you should read because it's like because <laughs> david spade like puts a nice spin on it as well um but yeah lots of uh if you can check out the video of the actual episode that aired it's it's fucking bad I don't know if you can even find it anywhere from the sounds of it. Like I found little like... portions here and there, oh, okay, but it's yeah. like, yeah, it's yeah. like when um uh, the ex-president went on there and, you know, because he hosted Saturday Night Live. The once. ex-president? Yeah. Oh, that, okay. We're we just not going to say his name. We didn't say his name. <laughs> um, Orange Man. Orange Man. Yeah, Wait, he, did he, he hosted ho- Saturday Night Live. Why would they have him on there? I believe it was uh, you have to give equal, like, I think NBC had to give equal amounts of airtime to both oh, candidates yeah. type sort of thing. I think that might did be Did they right. cut him out of Home Alone yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have. tried to, yeah. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin, I think, started like a petition Remember to Remember when Jimmy Fallon change? had him on before the um, yeah. thing? And, um, he, he played all nice with him and then petted his hair. Yeah. Fuck you, Jimmy Fallon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's all that happened with TV, though. So, uh, yeah. Oh, no. We've got to do oh. Law and Order. <sighs> dun, dun. <laughs> Done. There you go. <laughs> well, firstly, um, uh, the Simpsons episode was Brush with Greatness, which is awesome because that's when um, Marge's painting. Oh, yeah. Ringo stars in the episode. Good episode. Yeah. 
Frank is a bastard. <laughs> you see, you see, Mr. Burns naked. No, I'm not that. Ooh. It's amazing. Get to I see guess. some yams on The Simpsons. Um, uh, at least call it yams. <laughs> at least a substitute. Oh, let's not talk about that. Dustin. Um, doesn't make me cry anymore. Because of Dustin. Or I get no. Nah, even before that. Yeah. I don't know. You know the episode where the substitute teacher and he's like, she's sorry, running after the train as he leaves. No. She's like read the note. You are Lisa Simpson. Now I just watch her like, nah. Uh, I no. guess. Do you still like, cry? Yeah. He didn't cry at anything anymore. <laughs> I just in some certain movies, I was like, I was, I was watching something all night with the boys, and I usually, like, especially kids' movies, I usually tear up in all the time, and I was like, oh, I'm not tearing up. Huh. Something else be wrong with me. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> so, Law and Order. Law and Order. Um, so, if you don't know, uh, Nita, every episode now. I sum up every the, episode now. I okay. sum up the um the episodes of Law and Order that happened in the month that we're talking about. Okay. Within one minute. I wonder if you cut all that, uh, you cut all those segments and listen to them. Whether it would be the same, because I've noticed that some TV shows kind of have the same formula, like House. Oh yeah. Like yeah. all the episodes are essentially the same, and if you take out the specifics, mm, it's the same. It's, episode it's not about the formula. Let's not badmouth House, okay? Um, we'll get to that later. Lupus. <laughs> it's not lupus. <laughs> um, now, I, I, there needs to be a, a certain uh, change to this one though, because there was only one episode of Law and Order for the month of April. What? Oh, so you only Why? want thirty seconds? I'd say thirty seconds, or maybe even twenty, because the whole thing is like to see if I can do it in a short amount of time. Um, I mean, I guess because it's a usually, Lauren order minute usually, as well. There's usually three, so that usually I couldn't even tell that you were going through three when you're going through them. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's do let's do twenty five. Okay. All right. See if I can get through this. Okay. Well, I've already started it, so you need no. Put a, restart. No, we're going. It. Restart it. It's going. Restart it. You, you Go got now. twenty seconds from now. Okay. So, um, Chuck Cooper. Uh, um. Wakes seconds. up one morning on the public um on a public bench in Manhattan and he's missing a kidney. That's right, he's missing a kidney. <laughs> Turns out there's like a underground kidney transplant business in New York and the cops are onto it. Um, the guy who took his kidney uh, turns out to be a pretty shady guy himself. He's getting it for his daughter because he couldn't get through one through legal means. And then you wanted twenty seconds. Well, that's cool. Cliffhanger. You don't find out what happened to Chuck Cooper. Yeah, you have to wait he until dies. the <laughs> Stop it. At his funeral. <laughs> How many kidneys do you have? <laughs> it was pretty... Yeah, it was, it was, it was a weird but episode. How do you lose a kidney? That's so silly. Like, he, find they it. find him on a bench. Like, uh, 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 uh. No, they don't. <laughs> Damn it. If you want to know what happened to Chuck, you're gonna to have to write in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good we'll stuff. send we'll send you what happens word by word in the mail. You get Just me a sales like entry board out. game. I'll yeah. let you know what happened to Chuck. Oh yes, yes. Get us get us this board game, and we'll finish that episode. All right, let's go on to music. Woo. So Nirvana performed "Smells Like Teen Spirit" for the first time. Live. What does Teen sure? Spirit smell like? Can we go through that? I think it's probably like, Bio in it's like Hello Lynx Kitty. Africa. Uh, li- yes, I was going to say Lynx Africa. <laughs> Lynx Africa and that gross Hello Kitty smell. Oh, I like the, the Hello Kitty Bio. smell. What's, what's it's just too strong. Impulse. Im- oh, Impulse, yeah, yes. Yeah. Im- uh, yeah, I reckon Impulse is the femme version of, of Lynx, Lynx Africa. Actually, there is like four American listeners if they can send us some Teen Spirit. Yeah. The um, spray, not like... Shout out to my Virginia people. Oh, I thought you were going to say your virginity, and I was like, oh, you have two kids. <laughs> Paul's an incel. <laughs> Paul's an incel. <laughs> Let's not say things that could be um, <laughs> taken out and... <laughs> um, I'm going to create a soundboard for this podcast. Yeah, it's awesome. We should have a soundboard. Let's go through. Let's go through. <laughs> Let's go through the charts. Dad voice is coming out. Um, America, it was um, Gloria Stefan was still top of the charts, coming out in the dark. The London Beat, I've been thinking about you. And 
Wilson Uh-oh. Phillips comes back Yay. with You're in Love. Oh. Yeah. It's not as good as Hold On. Did we cover this already? No. How's it in the charts if it hasn't come out and we haven't covered it yet? Oh, because, like, I mean, the album has Oh, the out. single's out. Yeah. Album. Okay. So, um... We'll get to Wilson. Oh, don't worry. Like, let's have a look. Let's have a listen. Mm, wait, was this the number one? Are you sure? Mm. Sorry, I can't hear you. It wasn't Phillips. Maybe this was back before there wasn't very much music. You gotta, you yeah, gotta understand this was back in the day. There was probably like two whole songs out, and that was probably why that was so great. It made it um, to number one. It but more importantly, not their best. More importantly, more importantly, uh, <laughs> the top song in Australia was. Oh fuck. <sighs> Don't pretend to like this, Nita. I'm, I'm vibing. Why would you? Certified number one banger. Mm, was it certified? Certified. By who? By who? Me. Um, <laughs> that was Roxette. Was it? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, last episode, I fell in love with that song. And oh, we every so every episode, we give out an award. And my award is for whatever I didn't know about. It's for, it's for. Something that you didn't know was what it was. Something, yeah, something that, I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> something that I didn't... Oh my god, you guys, that's so good. Okay, so, so Paul discovered the artist Taylor Dane last season. Right. Yeah. And he thought a lot of her songs were Whitney Houston. Yeah. So oh. his Taylor Dane award is for something that he didn't realise that that's who it was. Or that it's something he discovered new, but it wasn't new. And it's, also it's really hard to work. Also for anything that's like, you know, awesome. So. But wouldn't you then just... Google things you don't know and then just give everything an award? We can't put into Google things I don't know. Well, you can. <laughs> so, Probably. at the end of this episode, <laughs> think about what we've talked about because I know you've been paying attention. You have to have award, I? You have to be given an award out to something that you've, we've talked about. But what's what's Nita's award? Um, you need to name your award. Hmm. Well, I haven't really learned anything that I've... <laughs> no offence, guys. I haven't really learned anything that's been super interesting except that George Foreman was in a was in a, in a competition off. that he lost. How do you? How it's do called you the, have the vaguely about cooking award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe my award would go to not knowing that George Foreman lost a competition when he's named after grills. Like, what's wrong with you, man? Um, just in real life for a minute. Did you know that George Foreman had a life before grilling? No, he came out of the womb with a grill. I mean, he might have. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through the releases for April 1991. We've got uh, a band called School of Fish, who I wasn't that keen on. Didn't even bother. Um, mm-hmm. Sepultura. Oh, no, thank you. Death metal. Nope. Lenny Kravitz. Nope. With the penis. With the penis. Did you ever see that bit where Lenny Kravitz's penis fell out of his pants? No. Fell out of his pants. Was it a good penis? You should, this thing falls. Well. It doesn't. It doesn't slightly move. It falls yeah, out of shit. You make it sound Ooh. like an accident. <laughs> that was Lenny Kravitz's Lenny, dick. Lenny Kravitz, the Kravitz table. just got startled and turned around. Speaking of, <laughs> it's like that scene in basketball. I didn't know that the uh, Chris Evans penis thing was real. Did you know that was real? Yeah. That he has a penis. Yeah, that he, and that he, he shared it on the internet accidentally. Oh, accidentally. Oh. Yeah, I, I, accidentally. if you can find it, I, mean, I think you'll be easily... You want me to send it to you? The Lenny, no, the Lenny Kravitz one. You've got to do yourself a favour. I don't, I don't like that term. I, see, I, uh, so I've recently gone on a diet where I'm just not having any dick. Um, okay. Right. I've subscribed fully. I have dedicated the rest of my life to that gay shit. And, um, Is this to all the senses, though? <laughs> to the what? All senses? And look, I don't like audibly and visually and yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, no I don't particularly, I don't particularly like, I don't particularly like dick either. But like, credit where credit's due. I know, but I just like, I just think it's better for the environment <laughs> if I just don't have any dick. Okay. At all, so all I, right. I will, I will not be looking up Lenny Kravis's dick. But if the viewers, the viewers, the listeners at home would like to look up his dick, you can let me know what it was like. Yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to consume dick. I'll get your email. <laughs> I'm willing to consume dick, 
Like I'm willing to consume dick if someone else is giving me the information. I won't. I won't get dick from the source. <laughs> yeah, the first I'm article hoping, that comes I'm up. That all my secondhand n- dick is all I'm taking. I'm hoping my neighbors have barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Only anniversary to Lenny Kravitz dick fluffing out of his pants. Is it's it? been five years since Kravitz <gasps> gifted a Swedish crowd and the internet gifted. with his penis bursting from gifted. his leather pants. Anyone else, it would be a, it would be horrible. He gifts people with this shit. Yeah, well, I'm I'm giving oh. I'm gifting the listeners. You don't want to see it. Oh, okay. You should. Well, it's perha- weird. Oh, perhaps Come I on. should. It's the Come dick on. is here. <laughs> if my partner's listening to this, I'm sorry, Sarah, but I, it's, it's here. The dick's here. I have to look at it. It's here. It's queer. Filming that. The fact he's coming out of a squat, though, that, just, it's not right. He was not wearing any underwears. That doesnn't feel like sense to me. Any I don't think that any underwears they made that could take the job on. <laughs> you can't wear underpants with leather pants. This just wouldn't work, right? I can only imagine what, there. like, not out of, like, arousal, but I kind of want to see that hard. Because yeah. that's... That is a substantial. You never know; it might just be a, a shower. When Americans work. awoke on August fourth, they were greeted by images and gifts of Kravitz penis <laughs> like Kravitz popping out of his ripped pants like a Jack in the Box, wound <laughs> to its breaking point. It was indeed a Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Steven no. Tyler sent him a private message about it. So uh, there was music releases. Well, I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think my um, nausea levels have just gone up. That was, Lenny uh, Kravitz um, came out with an album in '91. Oh, sorry, uh, Stephen Tyler came out of his pants. <laughs> yeah. He uh, sent Kravitz a message saying, "Dude, no underwear and pierced. Fuck me, you never showed me that shit." Oh. Aww. Oh, Someone seems hurt. Stephen yeah. <laughs> Stephen Tyler's gonna like ruin it for everyone. Yeah, he does. Uh, then we've also got. One of my favorite bands, and I don't care. This is another entry. Does anything even matter anymore, Paul? (laughs) Yeah, no. We've seen Crevice's dick. We We can go home. Yeah, we've peaked. (laughs) We've come too soon. (laughs) We've peaked and it's still pierced at the top too. (laughs) Ready for a nap? Okay, (laughs) I'm gonna get through this. Okay, okay. Um, Temple of the Dog. uh, Oh yeah, okay. Came out with. Let's uh, go again. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, you're going to go for longer this time, too. Yes, please. Um, Neither Temple of the Dog was a supergroup formed by Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. Is there more dicks? So many dicks. <laughs> we should have a content warning. Is there any more dicks in the rest of today's episode? Uh, we've all seen um, The Crash Test Dummies. Um, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Love that uh, album. Nice cover of uh, Androgynous as well. Yeah. So um, if you, that's, you know what? Taylor Dane. Ooh. Yeah. Crash Test Dummies get my Taylor Dane. You know, I think they get my Carrie Ewell scream as well. Oh, nice. Because um, I don't know why I never listened to them before. I also wanted uh, to everyone to check out um, um, a hip-hop group back then called Dream Warriors. They're from Canada. Um, really they're good a metal album. band? What? They sound metal. No, no. They're okay. A, um, but they had this song. I'm pretty sure it's uh, this one. So they're from Canada, remember. Okay. 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 <laughs> Austin Powers? Now, the reason they, because that's a Canadian what? piece of music, and Mike Myers is from Canada, and Austin ah. Powers, so that's why Austin Powers is that thing. It's like apparently it's a really big thing in Canada, that piece of music. Oh, so that's an old piece of music. Yeah, it's old, but oh. um, yeah, but that. Uh, <laughs> Dream Warriors, they got two albums. Um, if you really like your 90s hip hop, oh. you do. Mwah. Oh, Chef's Kiss. Yeah, Chef's Kiss for Dream Warriors. But um, not the Taylor Dane Award. Nah, because I think... I might share it. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Nah, because no, no, I, I was not pretty, kind I was of pretty into Dream Warriors beforehand. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, apart from that, you had Huda Gurus come up with one. Um, Michael Bolton. Blech. This was not a banger. No, it wasn't a banger. But you can use it to bang. You're right, Paul. Just go again. <laughs> um, that song, that's one of the songs. If if you ask me, like, um, 
what's what does the nineties sound like? For some reason, that song was always on, like I don't know, the radio. Like it was just seemed to be on everywhere. That's not the song from the movie, though, right? That sounds like a boring version of when a man loves a woman. It's his oh, version. Oh, it does it. too. Yeah, but it's it is it's it's definitely like that was like that's well, this is the song that's like skyrocketed him to like superstardom, like fucking everyone. But and is that is, what is looks that like? Hmm. Is that actually like that a cover is like of the, the song? Anti Kravitz. <laughs> it is. I bet it's inverted. I don't like his face. No. <laughs> um. So is that a cover of When a Man Loves a Woman, yeah. or is that his weird version That's of a his own? It, yeah. Okay. It's not um, very good, Michael. The Violet Femmes came out. Man's when a man loves a woman. The Violet Femmes came out, and like the album, it really annoyed me. I had it in the background. I was, I was cooking dinner, and huh. I just turned it off. I was like, "This is a really annoying." I don't know what is it. Maybe it's his voice. Maybe it's just. It really annoyed me. I've got to say, I only know Blister in the Sun. Yeah, we'll get. Oh, no, and I've got one other, and it's in the eighties, so we're not going to get to that. So. Okay. Thank you. And also, like rounding out the releases. For oh, yeah, what else came out? Uh, cool High Harmony by Voice to Men. Cool High or Coolie High? Coolie High Harmony. Yeah, get it um, right. <laughs> it's not the one that everyone. I think ninety, the ninety-four. Not with one. Mariah Carey. No, it's like the I'll make love to you. Like you want me to. Is that what Titus sang? In Kimmy Schmidt when he rocked up at that funeral? I don't... I haven't watched it before. Oh, so. okay. Um, but this has got some... Like, oh, man. Does it have some bangers on it? <laughs> this is what Lenny Cummins' dick would say. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard <Maybe>. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boys to Man... We'll come back to them quite a bit. They, um, yeah. They had some bangers. They had some bangers and very big in the school I went to. I remember, like, the dance dances. The dances, dances we had at the school um, always had a boys to men. Also, um, just as a young nerd, to have a heartthrob wearing glasses, yeah. mind-blowing. Attractive people didn't have glasses in the 90s. So, I feel like to call yourself a nerd, you have to be smart. So you've got the glasses. At one point, I was. I feel like that checklist sm- isn't um, fully checked off. Not anymore. <laughs> Young Ben runs to his mum. He's like, "Mum, look, the boys to man. They have sunglasses too. Look at me. <laughs> they're like they're nerds like me. You're not smart, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I basically. I sure hope your mum put you in your place because I wasn't a nerd. No, never. <laughs> Still doesn't know how. And that's why you're insufferable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so this has gone off track. I think we we really did peak at Lenny Kravitz. Um, so uh, you can uh, thank you so much for coming on. That is Thanks okay. for coming back. Thank you for yeah. having me. Once and, uh, a season. We'll have you back again. Sorry, the road. <laughs> yeah, was the dead eye contact Paul gave me. You're coming back, yes? Yes, you you'll be our friend? <laughs> yes, I'll be your friend, Paul. I, I like will. to tell people I have a female friend. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a misogynist. I have a female friend. Yeah. And you can't be racist because t- I'm black. I have a so. t-shirt. I have a, well, yeah, I have a t-shirt saying that. I'm like, I have a black female friend. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Look. not sure if this is real or <laughs> You can email us at livingthepastpod at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram. Uh, you can... Find us on Spotify. Find us on Spotify. Spotify. Uh, you can um, find us on Spotify. You can uh, search Living the Past Podcast, uh, Letterboxd, follow Petey Lumsden, and check out the movies that we've been talking about. You can like and review us and share us and tell your yeah, mum about us. Yeah, review. And you can let us know how much you really enjoy me being on the show and how much you want me to be on more episodes. Do you have anything to plug? Do you have any, anything that you like? Um, I think I would just really highly recommend Bobo on Flex. Okay. Um, it's been such a like I said they go through so many different topics Mm. and I feel like no matter what kind of person you are you will at least find well in my opinion all their episodes are pretty great Um, but if you're not into the general blackness stuff there's still a lot for everyone and it's very educational so I would highly recommend it and if Bobo and Flex could pay me for this plug no I'm joking they, we will, they, we will tag them and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so if you if you want to be a better uh, ally, not just towards people of colour, but also queers, mm. um, I highly recommend that you give the show a, what, a listen. A watch? A listen. And <laughs> plugging on from the plug, um, we recently had International Women's Day. So uh, be better to the women in your life and the women that aren't in your life and uh, stop being a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, so that's a uh, goodbye from me and goodbye from Lenny. <laughs>
Two means goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he only had one ball. And, um, <laughs> yeah, thank you for reintroducing me back to Dick, but uh, I will hold my position and will not be returning. Thank I you. I guarantee you, you both will be showing that to someone else within the next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've already no, shared I think it. I think I'm going to trauma block that. I might. I by the time yeah. I walk I out your gate, it. that's going to be You're trauma block. You're going to walk past like a ripped pair of jeans and it's like... And it's just going to like, all this time will slow down. It's like, oh, Oh, me. no, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Now, every time I hear a knock, I'll be like, Lenny's dick. And people are like, no, there's just someone at the door. How about the next time you see a jack in the box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people will think I'm scared of clowns, but I'm just scared of a dick popping out. Same thing. It's all the same. Oh, all right, Lenny. this is the, being the longest goodbye. All right. I'm so sorry. Bye, Bye Lenny. Bye, Lenny and your dick. <laughs> thank you once again for listening to living in the past got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here andrew golding does our music for us you can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com rebecca sheedy she does our artwork you can check out her stuff on instagram at mild scribbling send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following P.D. Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back, and relax. Thanks.